0: Well, Let's take a look going. at that mouth. <sighs> Say uh. ah. Ah! can bar, eat more! Ah! can bar, Oh, that's great! Come on! Yeah! Oh, yeah! It, it. Go! Come on, doctor! Woo! Yeah! Oh, great! Oh! You are something special! You are something special. Come on, come on, come on. Mm. Uh, oh. Thank you. Oh. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah. It's your professionalism that I respect. Oh, no, oh, oh, yeah. Don't stop Don't stop. Come on, more. Yeah, yeah, come on, yeah. What do you want? Same place? Ah. 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 Great.
1: Oh, I'm going to get a candy bar. I'm going to get a candy bar. Oh,
0: oh, 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 Whoa. oh, yeah. oh, 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 yeah.
1: Get out of What's wrong? Get out of here. Cause I'm a dentist and a six-o. Ah! Say ah.
0: Ah. Say
1: we go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this episode of All Up In Your Geek, the best hour of your week. You're welcome. And with me as always...
0: Money here. Live. Tape delay.
2: And this is your friend, Flash Rodman, morphing directly into Ninja Bitch Mode.
1: This is Lou, a.k.a. Puerto Rican Judo, coming to you live from the all-up-in-your-geek studio. Hot as hell, because I have the door closed, but we're going to geek up anyway. Settle up your horses! Yeah. So, we're going to rummage through that mail sack again, huh?
0: That's right straight to the emails
2: here's the mail it never fails it makes me wanna wag my tail when it comes, I wanna will. Yeah.
0: i've been following ign's summer of games each day and i understand this is where the world is headed with the public's need for immediate gratification but it lacks the big feel that e3 always had i'm a little confused with your show's position actually You guys are always talking about how you're traditionalists, but you're so quick to dismiss a tried-and-true major event like E3 and throw it away like yesterday's news. I can't change your guys' opinions, but indulge me for a moment. Take a walk down memory lane with me as I relive a cherished part of my childhood and tell me each one of your favorite parts of the video game exposition our kids will never know. I'll hang up and listen to your answers. Thanks. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention, I'm a big fan of you guys, so please take it easy on me. Signed, Robbie O.
1: Robbie O, fuck you. How's that for (laughs) easy? What a douche, that Robbie O. (laughs)
0: How dare you point out our inconsistencies?
1: (laughs) Listen, um, I I don't think I, I had the position of just completely getting rid of E3. I just thought given... The last couple of years have been not the E3 that I remember when we were playing games and working for GameStop and we look forward to these things. That this Summer of Gaming alternative might just be something to either get E3 to change or just replace it altogether because people just weren't showing up even last year um, to E3 anymore. So... You know, I'm going to talk about the Summer of Gaming later on because um, I've actually watched some of it. Um, and I, I I have some comparisons between that and E3 that I know. So, um, you're certainly entitled to your opinion, Mr. O. Oh, and and that's fine. Um, but let us know what you do think about the Summer of Games so far. Because it's been at least a week and they've been talking about a lot of shit. Yeah, I mean... You know, the the thing was,
2: I remember, you know, E3, you know, being a big deal years ago. And as we mentioned, as, you know, last couple of years, as they've kind of panned out, they've really just been almost non-events, you know, because, you know, the way everything is now with just, you know, the way the companies drop and announce games, you know, in the internet, it it just kind of pointed out that it, it... E3 in its current state was just seemed un- ir- irrelevant,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and that and that's really was my complaint. And and, and with E3 two and these presentations, the way they were doing them, there was just so much bullshit. There was so much droning on and crap you didn't care about, and you had to sit there and you had to sit through it to get to the good stuff. So that that's why I was like, you know what? If this is how it's going to be, then get rid of it. Granted, I didn't, I haven't watched too much of the summer of games. You know I've seen a little bit but I haven't sat there and watched the whole thing so I can't really compare it, you know, if it's much better or if it's not or still needs we still need something else. But right. E three the way it was in it and the way it was in its current state just it, it just seemed it seemed irrelevant to me. And that was my point.
0: You know, I'm gonna take your stance, Robbie. I think what I miss most about E E3- three was the big feel of it. And to feed off Bob a little bit here, even before we went to this summer of games nonsense, that big feel was gone. And I think what you guys were both saying is that it kind of had to change Mm -hmm. out of its current iteration to stay with the times. And like many things, like all things almost, our memories of them are greater than, than they were. Right. you know what i mean when you go back and you watch your movie you you never even if you love the movie and we're all guilty of this in some respect it's still never the same
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know it's still never the same enjoyment you got the first time you saw the movie and i think with e3 our memories of it are greater than what it actually was i never really followed it live i never went i never had a desire to go i would wait till after and my favorite part then was the announcements, you know, the games that were coming because it was a different world back then and we didn't get announcements on Twitter and Instagram the, the second they're approved Yeah. At the developers. So for me, it was sort of like the, just the excitement of the unknown going in. Are we going to get a new this? Are we going to get a new that? And then yep. most times being disappointed that we weren't. <laughs> right. But that was probably the biggest part of it for me was just the anticipation going in and like you said yourself robbie the big feel atmosphere that has been gone for as long as i can remember
1: i mean here's the thing the video game industry has changed for better or for worse depends on who you ask um and the technology changed internet changed information flow changed people's needs for information changed and the only thing that did not change was E3 E3 stayed the same um this entire time the same format and the same type of um you know trying to hype everybody up and then you know they bring they don't bring gameplay they bring you know footage um but it did not evolve everything else evolved the video game industry evolved and E3 just kind of missed the evolution. And, you know, I I think that because they didn't find different things to do, and maybe they did some things differently, but because they didn't change the way they were distributing information, the way they ran the show, how they ran the show, how they were going to do information, maybe how they were inviting people. I don't know what it takes to put one of these things together. But whatever it was doing, they kept their formula or their recipe the same and the industry was like, nope, we got a different recipe. Fuck you.
0: Yeah. You know? It's also important to note that there really wasn't much of an option this year because of this stupid pandemic. Right. Right. It's not like we threw E3 away and said, let's do something different. There, it just wasn't going to happen because of the quarantine. Exactly. Right.
1: Exactly. I, I think they, they could have tried to do... They could have tried to keep E3 and do it the same way that Summer of Games is doing it. They could have. I don't know if it would have worked. Um, You know, they were damn near doing it anyway because people weren't showing up. Um, But we'll never know. And hopefully next year, it'll be a different story. We won't have, you know, a pandemic going on and they can try to do E3 again and see how it compared to not having an E3 this year. And maybe they learn some lessons from it.
0: I was just going to say that. Maybe people were getting tired of E3 the way it was, but maybe not having it this year will make people more interested in it
2: next year right yeah that's a good point yeah when it's when it's gone maybe people will be like oh man i really miss it and they will be jones and when it comes back you know right right
0: well thank you robbie
1: yeah and stay tuned robbie because i've got some other thoughts on that um that i have planned for a little later in the show
0: yeah i would like to continue this somber overtone that we've brought to the show and what is this episode 92 or 93 three i don't even know I have very, very disappointing news. Chuck E. Cheese is bankrupt. Oh, I I heard.
2: (laughs) I heard. And I'm really, really upset because now where am I going to
0: get my Pasquale's pizza? Right? Right? Lost in this all, they are $1 billion in debt. Business bad. Fuck you. Pay me. Oh, you had a fire. Fuck you. Pay me. Place got hit by lightning, huh? Fuck you. Pay me. You what's the problem, man? Eh? What's <laughs> the problem? You got a billion dollars. You know I'll pay you back. Billion with a B. But rest assured, they are paying their top three executives this year three million dollars each. Nice. Oh yes. Yes, right? it's
2: called it's called priorities. Yeah. D money. It's called priorities. So, you got got to take care of
0: your top people. I'm doing this because I love you, Chucky Cheese. But I'm going to put you down. Chucky no longer has cheese. That's it. That's it? That's it. No more. No more plastic dice for your $87 spent in the arcade. (laughs) No more twirly beanies. No more paper airplanes that... The kids want oh so bad and they don't even last the night.
1: No creepy looking dolls singing songs while you're eating pizza. (laughs) I was just going to say, we can't we can't recommission those those creepy ass (laughs) animatronics
0: to work work in a sex shop. (laughs) I don't know if Pasquale is still staying around or not.
1: Well, that you know, that is sad. I didn't go to Chuck E. Cheese a lot, but we did take the kids and the kids did enjoy it. So that's that's very unfortunate what they do they ate the Why pizza were you
0: punishing them? <laughs> they they
1: they wanted
2: directions to how to get away from there
1: <laughs> well mm. you know continuing this somber news i was out and about last week i went to, i went to the supermarket um to go get some things and in the shopping center across from the supermarket that i go to is the game stop that i normally go to that i've not been to since this quarantine and I drove by fairly early, um, you know, within the first two weeks to see if they were doing door-to-door delivery or you know, store-to-door, whatever the fuck they were calling it. Um, and they were they were there, but the they were still open because GameStop thought they were essential staff. So, you know, it was, it was relatively busy. There were a lot of people. And I said, you know what, fuck it. I'm, I'm not going to chance it. I'll wait. So fast forward a couple months later... I drive to my local GameStop hoping that Kyle was there and I pull into the parking lot and I pass the fucking GameStop and I pass the GameStop because the fucking sign was down. The doors were closed. There was no games in the store. No signage. No nothing. No warning. Just like that. Kyle packed up and left. Sold out. Un fucking believable. Games yeah. officially stopped. <laughs> <laughs> but now I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go all the way to Bootin's to fucking GameStop or Rockaway. It's too far. Bro, Bootin's yeah. closed too. Wow. No, that's further than fucking Morris Plains, man. Wow. You gotta go Rockaway. Listen, all up in your geek fans, listen to my voice right now. If any of you know where Kyle went, let us know. Please. <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the very few GameStop employees that actually knew what the hell he was talking about. That I could talk games himself, with. Drinking himself
0: stupid in a gutter somewhere.
1: Probably. Maybe he's fucking happy. I don't know. <laughs> he's crying over what could
0: been. He got he got transferred to the Antarctica branch, so <laughs> you're just gonna have to drive to that one.
1: Maybe maybe he went to go work for Best Buy.
0: You know, never Right? No, he's probably up in the last remaining Blockbuster branch in Alaska. <laughs>
1: Blockbuster Video. Wow, what a difference! <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> oh man, it was it was crazy. I, I I couldn't believe it because they were still that store did pretty well. They were they were busy every time. Oh I yeah, went. they did well. Uh, yeah, I guess it's right? super well. <laughs> Well, I mean three months of no business, nobody's doing well. So
0: Yeah. So gentlemen, let's switch gears. Please let's stop
1: being negative and somber. PS five game reveal. Woo! What you got? Woo! You know, I watched the entire presentation from beginning to end, and my only complaint was the stupid fucking triangle circles, X's and O's in between every fucking video. That shit was annoying. I don't know what the hell they were trying to do, but it, it that didn't work for me. But, it's a quick time event. Uh, yeah, right. I guess so. <laughs> but I thought that the presentation was well put together. They had some, um, some pretty decent announcements for games that um, I, I can't say that all of them are coming holiday 2020, but 2021 looks like a good year <laughs> yeah yeah and there were even a few that were 2022 which surprised me because that's kind of far out they should be focused on the holiday at this point um yeah. but you know the one thing that i took away um from a gaming perspective that really you know kind of i i was excited about was the announcement of uh spider-man miles morales um It looked fucking amazing, and they cleared up the confusion. There was some confusion as to whether it was an expansion or not. It's a standalone game, but you're playing Miles Morales in the original Marvel Spider-Man video game. The cool thing about it for me is that it's not just a port. They're not giving you a Miles Morales skin over Peter Parker. They redid the entire shit so that you're playing as miles morales in this world that you already know and it's going to be different animations different moves different just you know the manner in which he swings is going to be different um from peter parker and i i thought that was pretty cool so it leads right into a sequel this is not a direct sequel um but i thought that that announcement left me pretty excited and they started with it so i was i was surprised about that too
2: Yeah, yeah, no, that was cool. I I didn't watch I didn't watch it live, but I I watched a lot of recaps, and I you know I watched and they went through a lot of the games. Um, I I heard they started off with uh, Grand Theft Auto V, which was everyone was like, "Uh oh, (laughs) what what are we doing here, guys?" (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I think that's fucking ridiculous. That basically, like a a PS3 and Xbox 360 game is like now gonna be uh, like on the on you know two generations later. Uh, you know, launch for a system, so that was kind of funny. But yeah, the the Spider-Man looked cool. I was also confused as to what it was because I didn't know if that was like, um, mm-hmm. basically, you're playing the same game but just as Miles Morales, or if it was like DLC that was included in like a PS5 version. Like, yeah, I mean, it's cool. Like, I'm all for it, but I, I didn't know exactly what it was. Um, what Im- what impressed me about the whole showing was there was a lot of kind of new new games new ips and that was one of the things that i really wanted to see I, you know i don't want to see you know assassins creed 50 i don't want to see call of duty you know 55 i don't you know i, I don't want to see you know the same old fucking shit and that was something that was plaguing a lot of uh, console launches in the past. Right. Where it's like, hey, guys, you ready for the new system? Well, we're launching with a Madden. And it's like, fuck you. Like, I don't care. Like, that's not its not new shit. That's the right. old shit that you give me. It's just filler. So I was right. happy to see a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of new new games, a lot of new uh, franchises kind mm-hmm. of being started. Um, I think one of the ones that, that stood out for me was um, we're going to have like a, like a sack boy. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of yeah, game yeah. it's not little big planet it's, it's almost like a, a mario galaxy or mario odyssey with, with mm-hmm. zack boy which i thought was really cool and i thought that was a great idea mm-hmm. um so that looked cool um the actually the new ratchet and clank to me i mean all right well here's a sequel but but what yeah. stood out about it was the going between different dimensions yeah. looked really cool to me and that, and again that was addressing another one of the complaints i had Where, you know, I was basically saying, oh, well, you're showing me games and we're sort of playing them the same way. But with that game and the gimmick in that game, Mm -hmm. to me, was a little eye-opening because I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is something I haven't played before, you know, shifting between different dimensions. And I was impressed by, you know, and they were showing what, you know, to me looked like gameplay footage of just, you know, Ratchet just kind of jumping through these different worlds. And there was no loading. There was no stopping. Like you're going from space world to pirate world to... (laughs) And the way he was doing that was crazy. And also, too, where he, uh, he had a mechanic where he can kind of teleport back and forth. But normally yep. when you do the teleport, you know, you'd kind of jump and then you kind of move forward to the new spot. But this was crazy. This was trippy where they were pulling the the, the, the area to you, which was, mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought that was trippy as hell. So I was I was pretty impressed with that. Um, so I think that stood out with me. The, the only two downsides to me. <laughs> Was um, again, you know, no price, no release date, and I was like, ah, I'm like, this is this is when we want to fucking hear this shit. So, yeah, right. Th- th- but my takeaways I, overall, I, I was I was pretty happy with what I saw.
1: Well, you know, they yeah. still had that moment where they did the Madden 2021, and they, you know, did the first teaser for NBA 2K21. Um, also, and uh, you know, they look good, but you know, that's, that's not my cup of tea. Um, they did announce a new Gran Turismo, which looks fucking amazing. I, I, I love Gran Turismo. So I'm hoping that it's like the first one and not Mm. like the rest of them because I didn't like the rest of them. Uh, yeah, but I was happy about that. And then talking about new IP, there was one that really, really stood out to me. Um, it was called death loop. I don't know if you saw it. Oh, yes,
2: I did see it. Yes, yeah, that was cool. It's yeah.
1: it's a first person shooter, but it's kind of a dishonor game. It reminds me of dishonor, mm-hmm. but it's two rival assassins who are stuck in the same loop and are, like, try, are, are killing each other in different ways all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that's the one. And if I'm wrong, I'm sure somebody will correct me, but that game looked really fucking oh. cool. Okay. I was thinking
2: of a different game. There was a game with, um, it almost looked like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Brianna of Tarth from game of Thrones Mm -hmm. was the, was sort of the main character. And it looked like a third person, almost looked like a mass effect, um,
1: kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking. I I don't remember the name of the game. I should have been writing these down, but I was so, I was so wrapped up in the presentation. I didn't write a fucking thing down.
2: Yeah, right. I know. Me neither.
1: See, Derek, we're super prepared. Okay, <laughs> we, know, we know shit. But like, I thought
2: it that one had um, almost like uh that Tom Cruise movie where it's uh you know keep uh, die repeat whatever the fuck that Edge of Tomorrow kind mm-hmm. of gameplay. Yeah. Um, and that that was interesting. You to know, me.
1: I think I think the one that you're talking about is called Returnal, but I, I'm not 100 yes, sure. that's it. Sure.
0: Yeah. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Returnal. Yeah. You know, you guys have almost stolen all of my thunder here, but the Ratchet & Clank looked awesome to me. Yeah. Yeah. Boy looked awesome to me. I was super refreshed to see all the new IPs, and it really felt like this is going to be a new generation of console, not just last console with better graphics. Dude, right. we're getting
1: we're getting another odd odd world game that looks oh yes amazing. I wanted to bring that up for you Lou
2: yeah I saw yeah. I was thinking of you the whole time uh, when I, I saw I, that I was I but was
1: stoked
0: the yeah. two games the two games that jumped out to me that we haven't mentioned yet yes are the new Square Enix uh, I think it was called Project Athia uh huh very werewolf looking creatures and there was you know flying sections in it and it looked very unique is really all I could come up with and it intrigued me. And while Mm -hmm. I've more or less done all but pronounced Square Enix dead to me, I'm giving them one more opportunity with this new generation to redeem themselves. And the other game that jumped out to me is called Little Devil Inside.
1: Oh, dude, yes.
0: And it just made me feel like a kid watching that. Mm -hmm. You know, it looked very, uh, I don't want to use the term childish because that's got a negative connotation to it, but in a good way. I agree. And that really gripped me watching that. However, the things that came out of this that were most important to me were more console-based. I don't know how to say it quite. But first of all, the whole triangle X, circle, square thing, I think that's they're really pushing that new logo. I believe if I saw correctly, looking at a picture of the console, it's printed on the console, like all over it, like little little X's, O's, triangles I, I and squares. Think,
1: I think you might be right.
0: Yeah, and, and so the two things that I found most interesting, and you're right, Bob, I wanted a price point and I wanted a date, but to stay positive about it, I like the idea of the two consoles, two versions, one with the optical drive and one without, because that'll save me 50 or 100 bucks not having to buy mm-hmm. the optical drive. And the... My favorite part was the UI getting a complete overhaul. Mm -hmm. They're moving away from this Linux-based format that we've had since the PlayStation 3, and I don't necessarily dislike it, Mm -hmm. but it's just kind of meh, you know? Yeah. And the higher-ups said that they will leave no pixel unturned. So I'm really looking forward to a visual overhaul, a user interface overhaul, Yeah, of that absolutely.
1: higher. You know, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you are um, that you were well, not really sold, but at least um, comfortable with the two different versions of the system. I remember early on we had this discussion about, you know, with different types of memory or with or without a drive. And, you know, you were like, nah, it doesn't fucking matter. Um, but it, I I think it does because you're right. It's going to be the difference between a $500 purchase and a $400 purchase. Well, I didn't want the, yeah. the quote
0: unquote pro version that's better that renders the graphics quicker and faster and you right. know with with better hardware because mm-hmm. I think that it's there's really no choice if you're releasing them both at the same time. Mm-hmm. you can't really buy the cheaper one because it's a piece of shit and you know so, it's a piece of shit going th-
1: in the thing is though they haven't said if there's any other difference between those systems other than right. the drive so we don't know right. that yet uh, right but i think it's a pretty cool option to have anyway now if they do one without the drive and then it's got like you know a lesser processor and lesser this and lesser that then you're right there's there's no choice Right. Um, exactly. But no, I, I was pleased about that too. What I was not pleased about was the look of the system. It looks like my fucking router.
0: Yeah. You know what? I think first of all, I think the Xbox looks way more like a router. But that—that's neither here nor there because I didn't like the look of either one.
1: Yeah. But even the, the my, Xbox I, to me doesn't I, look like a router. It looks like it looks like my mini refrigerator. Right. Um. Yeah. No. I. Uh, you're right. I,
2: I thought that. I don't know. I don't know if I like the way it looks or I don't. I'm sort it's of, big. I, what it's I do big. like, what I do like is this though. I like that they tried to make it look like something. Uh-huh. I like that it has a design as opposed okay. to like Microsoft. that's just like, here's a box. Right. Yeah. Okay. And here's a new system. Here's a box. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it is a new system, but it's a box. <laughs> so at least, you know, whether, whether you dig the, the aesthetic lines of the PS5 or not, mm-hmm. at least it looks, at least as they tried to give you a design and um, it's big though. That it, surprised it, me. It, it I read that really it, it's really the big. biggest console that we've had it maybe like, since the original
1: Xbox. It looked like they were trying to give you a box and then they broke it and the flaps are open. That's no, <laughs> that's what it looks no, like. But but it I does <laughs> I do think that it's kind of cool though
2: when you when you kind of sit it up uh you know vertically it's this sort of the V I guess for the Five I think mm-hmm. that that's what they were going for.
1: It, but, it almost looks like it's going, like it's popping up its collar to me. That's what it looks like.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it's funny because originally when we heard it was going to be white, I was not a fan. But I have to be honest; I really kind of dig the way it looks, the aerodynamics of it. However, yeah. like you said, Bob, it's just too big. I'm yeah. already running out of space, and right. I, I don't. I mean, I, I like it. I think it's pretty looking, and but I, I think something is also. There to be said about the Xbox being like, we're not making a system for you to look at. It's just going to be a fucking box. Who gives a shit what it looks like? It's going to play yeah. mm-hmm. a certain way, and that's the selling point, not the way it looks.
2: Sure. No, that's a that's a fair point. You know, and like once you throw it in your entertainment center, it just sits there and collects dust anyway. Exactly. exactly.
1: You know, going. I think I still appreciate the attempt. Going <laughs> okay. going back to the games, the the there were two games in particular that were uh that were announced that kind of jumped out at me also. I thought the announcement of a hit actual Hitman 3 um Meh. was pretty cool cuz I I really do like that series. And then they announced a Demon Souls game too.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, oh, it was the re- like the remaster.
1: I I they didn't say whether it was a remaster or not, um but I don't know. I didn't play the original Demon Souls, so I I don't know. But that shit looked pretty fucking badass.
0: I read that it's going to be a complete overhaul of mm-hmm. the first game, not just a remake. Wow. Okay.
1: So well, I don't it, know what that means. It looked it, it really specific. It looked really good. Like the yeah. the, the monsters looked impressive, moved impressive. Um, and then another one that jumped out at me—I can't believe I, I missed it the first time around—was um, Horizon, H- Horizon Dawn. Oh right, we didn't yeah, mention no, that they- oh, shit.
0: Yeah, and I yeah. wrote that down. I'm sorry, I wrote that down because that was one of the most discussed games mm-hmm. in my yeah. text conversations right. since this reveal
1: for Forbidden and West. I would it it. looked like it. I don't know how much of that was gameplay versus just cinematic. Yeah, but that fucking game was great. I still have the game. I haven't fucking finished.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny because when I when I took notes to prepare for this, I put that in bold. That was to me the crown jewel of the entire reveal. Mm-hmm. No,
2: I was. No, you took the words right out of my mouth. I thought that was a really good, strong close yeah. by them is, to Absolutely. you know, boom horizon two. And, and I was very impressed with I, and I really dug the focus on on like underwater now. I thought that was yeah. really kind of cool.
0: I was sort of digging that. So, yeah, yeah I feel like such an asshole because I made such an effort not to forget that one. And I forgot it.
1: <laughs> Way to be prepared, money yeah right but
0: you know what there were there were also a lot of games that for me were just big yawns yeah, yeah. There,
2: there were some stinkers there were I some
0: stinkers thought, i thought there was as much crap as there was good stuff the grand theft auto 5 yawn grand turismo yawn uh where is it here uh the the new resident evil get the fuck out of here i mean that I, I actually crazy.
1: thought that looked cool i know you don't yeah, i know you checked out of it. resident evil but it looked pretty cool
0: I just don't give a shit. The World was a big fucking yawn for me. What? Um, the Hitman 3 couldn't give a shit less about. NBA couldn't give a shit less about. Mm-hmm. The Demon Souls couldn't give a shit less about. Uh, there was just, for me, it was kind of, you were on either end of the, the spectrum. It was like, holy shit, that's awesome. Or get this off of my fucking screen. I don't even want to learn about it.
1: But wait a minute, hold on. You forgot about the, the next crown jewel, which is... Ultimate fishing simulator too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because I was hoping for GOAT Simulation
0: 2021 and I
1: didn't get it. Uh, um I you know, I thought overall it was a um it was a pretty good showing. Um yeah. they, they had a pretty impressive line of titles with different release dates, which concerned me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but they're they're planning for the future, which is good. Cause right now the next couple of months are just uncertain anyway. Um, but I, all altogether, I was satisfied with the presentation.
0: Yeah. It was very good. Like I said, the stuff I don't care about, you can just ignore it. It's not there. There was right. more there than I thought there was going to be for me. Mm-hmm. And it's funny while we sit here and we say, well, we want the price and we want <clears throat> the release date and, and I'm on that ship. Trust me. But when I think about it, it's not that important to me because I know I'm not getting one at release. So right. it doesn't really matter when it fucking comes out, whether it's October or February. It makes no difference to me because I'm not buying it on release. And the price point, while it is somewhat important to me, I do think that the, the lower end version will be something I will consider. Like, I'll pay $400 for the one without the optical drive. No problem.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't I don't need the drive.
0: Right. So I would even say $450. okay fine. You know, five without an optical drive. I, I think I might pass. Right. That's just too expensive. And like I said, it's a little too big for me. But, Bob, you noted, you put it in your entertainment center and that's it. And if I right. don't have an optical drive where I'm popping games in and out of I'm never even going to fucking look at it.
2: Nope. No, totally. And the other point I was going to bring up, too, is, is since, you know, probably I'm going to be in your boat, too. I don't, you know, I'm not going to probably be picking this up at launch regardless. You know, they always do a redesign anyway. Right. right. There's so, right. you know, you could see
0: what the, you know, what the version two looks like. Exactly. I have one request, though. I do. They have to put some hardware in there to take care of this overheating problem. While the PS4 didn't quite have the overheating issues the PS3 did, mm-hmm. I still yeah. have to keep the doors open on my entertainment center when I'm playing. It's just too I, fucking hot. Well, I think that was the – what I've what I've read is I think that was the whole point of those flaring sides. Right. I think this
2: is to address that that cooling problem. That's right. why the so. system
1: is popping its collar. it's too
2: sexy i'm too sexy for my shirt too sexy for my
0: shirt so sexy it hurts it's got too much heat (laughs) like you guys i was pleased there was more there there was more meat on the bone than i thought there would be
1: yeah, they're, yeah they're, I would I
0: much. would second that. You know, yeah. normally I watch these things and there's only
2: like maybe maybe one two things tops that I'm like, "Okay, that's cool." But this there was there was quite a few that I was like, "Oh, that looks cool. That looks cool. I like that." Yeah, so I definitely. was pretty happy.
1: What what definitely. I liked was that there was a good mixture of different types of games that it doesn't matter what kind of gamer you are, you could find something within the first year that you're going to play.
0: I agree. Um, it
1: didn't seem to cater to a specific audience um they they went across the board they went from their yeah. sports fans to their platform fans to the family games to the adult games to the types of games that we play um i i agree with you with the devil inside that game looked pretty damn just just looking at the way the animations were looked yeah. pretty cool um yeah, so agree. It it was it was a good hodgepodge of different types of games and it, it's it's got me it's got me excited
0: yeah definitely thumbs yeah. up two thumbs up yep so, guys, I talked about this journey I'm going to take you on of my life a few weeks back. I think we uh, two weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. So I got a new getting to know you for everybody.
1: Getting to know you. Getting to know all about
0: you. What was my favorite thing to listen to on my badass Walkman as a kid? Was it A... Anything my older brother listened to, was it B the soundtrack to Little Shop of Horrors? or was it C? Anything and everything raffy? Ring, ring, ring ring, 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 Banana
1: phone, ring, 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 ring. Banana phone.
0: God, I love that fucking thing with those
1: huge earphones. And those pieces of foam. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Little Shops of Horror. Or Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah,
0: that was yeah, that was my my guess too. I loved listening to the soundtrack to Little Shop of Horrors. That fucking soundtrack was so badass, and to this day, I will listen to it. I used to listen to it on loop on my Walkman. I would just flip the tape and mm-hmm. then flip the tape and then flip the tape. But just an
1: awesome piece of art the um the music to that movie was fantastic the acting was fantastic the movie was out of this fucking world i was love it? that movie
2: yeah what i think would you guys agree rick moranis is kind of underrated yes oh yeah 100 percent. do you know why he quit acting i think what was his uh i think his wife had passed away yeah and um he you know he um uh, you know he wanted to you know be there for his children so you know he decided to, to step away from acting and and i mean i totally respect that i you know and
0: i, I think that's probably the right choice absolutely yeah. you no know. yeah i mean a, a terribly tragic event losing his wife mm-hmm. but you know maybe that was a blessing in disguise in some respects and and gave him the opportunity to spend more time with with his children absolutely yeah yeah but yeah, but but just an awesome trip down memory lane thinking about that soundtrack. No, it is great.
2: And I mean, every time that, that movie comes on, like I, I leave it on. I, I remember I, I enjoyed it as a kid. I enjoyed it again as an adult. Uh, and one
0: on the topic. How
2: about Steve Martin in that? In no, that dude, I was just going to, oh, you took the words <laughs> yeah. out of my mouth. I was just going to say the Steve Martin dentist song, probably my favorite part. That was yes, yeah. hilarious. That was good. Yeah. Good
1: Feed me, stuff. Seymour. So, yeah, good stuff.
2: Okay. Well, I have a few a few uh, nuggets in the bottom of the toilet bowl that <laughs> I thought I would scoop out and share with you. Thank you. So, actually, the first one uh, just announced today the most epic game of all time. Really, you know, we live in times – these are dire times. And, you know, we, we're facing – Terrible things, virus, riots. But I have the cure, the cure for all these ills. <laughs> and it was just announced today there is going to be a brand new Pokemon Snap. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, you have asked, and Nintendo has delivered. <laughs> so, indeed, they have. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, this is going to be a brand new game, you know, following in the, in the, Awesome footsteps of the N64 1999 classic Pokemon (laughs) Snap is back. What is Pokemon Snap? How dare you? How dare you not know what Pokemon Snap is? It's only the greatest game of all time where you ride around on rails taking photographs of Pokemon. I mean, does it get any better than that? I say no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You, You know, funny story. I actually bought Pokemon Stadium. When it released on the sixty-four, because I wanted to see what the damn big deal was about. I missed all the Game Boy games. I didn't play any of those, and I didn't play. We didn't s- miss much. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> play Stadium. <laughs> right, did Stadium come before or after Snap? It was before, right? Um, I thought I thought it was after. Although I don't yeah, even know. I think it, it might have been after i think pokemon snap might have
2: been the first one on the n64 if if it was the
1: first if it was the first one it was the reason why i didn't play anymore after that (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) and if it came after i never played pokemon stadium (laughs) okay
0: so wait pokemon snap was released in march of 1999 Mm -hmm. yes and stadium was august of 98 so oh, stadium so was was...
1: a year before. Oh, okay, my so mistake, my I, mistake. So I never played Stadium, and when Snap came out, I was like, "Fuck it, you're taking pictures. How hard can it be?" And it yeah. wasn't hard, but it certainly was not exciting either. Super exciting, the best <laughs> thing you ever played. I agree. No. <laughs> well, well, if I'm gonna, if it's I'm inside, gonna take, of course, if I'm gonna of... take a picture of anything, it's gonna be ghosts, which is why I like <laughs> Fatal Frame so much. Such a good
0: series. <laughs> Underrated series. What a great franchise. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, don't worry, because there's some more, even more exciting Nintendo news. So basically, and this is funny, I, I, I saw this story earlier in the week. Um, basically, there was a k- Kickstarter for a new controller for Smash Brothers. Oh, God. Um, it's brand new. Right. Derek, please contain your excitement, <laughs> please. <laughs> Uh, but as as I'm looking – as I'm re, re-investigating this, uh, apparently this Kickstarter has been canceled for unknown reasons. Good. <laughs> um, so – which is funny because like it actually uh, – whatever their goal was, it smashed it right away. It's called the the Duelist Wireless Gamepad from Retro Fighters. Mm. And what made this one special was basically it had some extra buttons that you could map – your um, your smash attack and short hop attack. Cause you see Derek to do these you it's different button combinations and you got to use the other analog stick. But this with the button saves you time and it's for pros and you got to get, uh, but the reason, <laughs> sorry, <laughs>
0: sorry, I can't fake being excited. But wait, wait, um, that, that's what this world has come to is kids are so fucking lazy. Well, that's why that I brought kids, it up. They have to start Kickstarters to simplify easy games? <laughs> no, but the reason,
2: well, I mean, the kids didn't do this. I mean, the, you know, the company that makes this did it. But the reason right. why I brought it up was because I thought it was an interesting point And I want, even though I kind of know your feeling, I would still like to ask you your feeling on it. Do you think this is cheating where, you know, you can put basically these shortcut buttons yes. onto this controller,
0: you know, which kind of might give, might give you an unfair advantage. Yes it's not even about being an unfair advantage it's like if you think you're good at the game you should be able to input the commands necessary if you can't do that then guess what you're no fucking good at the game
1: but listen, can i hire listen, a tutor to train do you me? Use, do you use cruise control on your car it's no. the same thing it's no. not cheating <laughs> it's just thing. convenient yes it is i'm sorry i'm sorry to use cruise
0: control on my car do i have to go forward back up A and B together. You might no depending on the car. I mean, it's a fucking button. Cruise control was designed as a button, and it's still a button. To do your finishing move in fucking Super Smash Brothers Melee, or whatever the fuck that stupid game is called these days,
1: you should have to input the command. No, I, I I don't, I don't agree. You can't input the command. You You can't finish him. Finish him. Put the command. (laughs) in, Pre-tology. but if you can find a, a way to, I mean, they do it on fucking computer. You have hotkeys, right? It's the same right, concept, which I, which I also don't use. Uh, well, I'm just saying it's the same thing. <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with it. I can see why people do. And maybe cruise control was not a good example. I just don't have a problem with it.
2: No, I mean, but, I think, I think I'm leaning more towards Derek's, uh, feeling towards, towards this. I don't know. There's something I don't know. It feels something dirty. It feels to me. What? Although I will say, I remember, I remember Whoa, the super puppy. Nintendo days. You gotta wait. Uh, I picked up this shitty third party controller and it allowed you, it sort of like for fighting games and it sort of allowed you to kind of pre install some of the special moves and kind of like do it to a button. Right. And I remember trying, you know, and, and, and it just felt wrong to me. So I, I never, you know, I was like, ah, so, I mean, that was my one experience with something like that. And well, and I, I will say full disclosure, uh, using a controller for something like Street Fighter, I have mapped, um, you know, because I play Zangief, and to do his uh, clothesline move, it takes all three punch buttons at the same time. With a normal controller, it's it's kind of a pain in the ass. With an arcade stick, no problem, hitting all three at the same time. But with right. a controller, it's, so so sometimes I map all three to you know to L two or something. So I have done that, but I, I don't feel it's exactly the same thing because it's more just a – you know.
0: Holding a controller it's the same fucking thing. No, no. Hotkeys, shortcuts, super smash brother melee controllers
1: straight to the fucking compactor. Get that crap out of here. Unequivocally. Shut the fuck. Didn't you you use didn't you use the damn contra code? No. You're full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I can listen to our fucking episode where I thought I knew it and I didn't. (laughs) You didn't know it 40 years later, but you knew that shit back then. (laughs) No, no. You, I am a no shortcut kind of guy. Don't take a fucking shortcut. Do the work, put the work in the work. You're doing the work and you can do it anyway. What fucking difference does it make? Because there's
0: something to be proud
1: of. There's an ethic to be proud of. I can Putting still be proud of it because I know I can do it. I don't need you to know that I can do it. If I want to program okay. my controller, then I'm going to program it. All right. And you're a lazy fuck and you have to live with that. You have
0: to look at your lazy ass face in the fucking mirror. I don't. Okay. Cause I don't I have to look
1: the- at my lazy ass face in the mirror. It's not lazy.
0: I put in the fucking work. I can't speak for anybody else.
1: I feel good about myself when I earn something, when I work for it and I earn it. No, no doubt. But if you've earned it already and you know you can do it and you've gotten it and you can program one key or two keys together, it doesn't make a difference. You may not even use it. You just know it's there just in case you get into a fucking pinch. What's no, the problem? No, I, I don't have to have
0: it there just in case because I do the fucking work.
1: Well, you don't do the work because you'll probably find yourself in the jam and you'll fucking lose. Don't tell me you don't <laughs> lose because it's happened. And if you would have had your buttons really programmed, was- you wouldn't have lost, bitch. Everybody loses.
0: It's part of life, and it's a valuable part of life. You need to suffer defeat and learn
1: from loss. If you're not cutting corners, you ain't trying. I'm sorry. Nope. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Eddie you, Guerrero. You cannot sit Keith. there and <laughs> say that you've never cut a corner ever. Of course I have. All right, so this I... conversation is over, sir. Move on, Bob. No, no, because All right, I'm I moving did... on. I'm moving on. Fuck you both.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um, there was another announcement from uh, Arcade 1-Up uh, the guys who make the 3-4 scale arcade cabinet so they announced some some new machines uh, one being a Ms. Pac-Man uh, Arcade 1-Up mm-hmm. and uh, Pac-Man aficionados will claim that Ms. Pac-Man is the better Pac-Man also there's uh, big buck hunter big fucking monster. i'm gonna say it again big buck hunter <laughs> contain your excitement <laughs> the only reason why i mentioned that is not is not for that for that game because i'm sure that game is shit but the i think it's kind of cool that it's uh, it's a light it's a light gun game uh you know where you shoot fucking bucks or whatever but i think it's cool that they're making a light gun cabinet because i hope that this might lead to you know, maybe like a, like a time crisis machine or a mm-hmm. virtual cop machine or a house of the dead machine. And that would, I think, be very cool. Um, so that's the only reason why I bring that up. There's a, a digital Marvel pinball, um, but really the big one, the, the main one is uh, they're gonna have two new machines uh, featuring X-Men versus Street Fighter, uh, which actually was a pretty cool fighting game uh, yeah, back in the game. day that I had for my Sega Saturn. Yeah, get in my Saturn <laughs> reference. Um, so yeah, there's actually going to be two different versions that's going to have it. One is going to have <laughs> basically X Men: Children of the Atom, Marvel vs. Capcom, X Men versus Street Fighter. But they're also including, which is interesting, uh, a Super Nintendo beat 'em up, X Men: Mutant Apocalypse. Oh
1: wow! Which is
2: kind of yeah, which is kind of co- cool, and uh, that's going to have a Super Nintendo one. And the other version uh, is going to have. X-Men versus Street Fighter, Marvel superheroes um and a Marvel super sorry, Marvel superheroes versus Street Fighter and also Marvel's superheroes War of the Gems which I think was the sequel, the Super Nintendo sequel uh to the X-Men Mutant Apocalypse. So I I mean, I think that's interesting that you know they're they're sort of expanding into, you know, throwing Super Nintendo games on there too. I mean, personally, you know, I've said this before. I'm probably not going to buy one. It's a space issue for me, you know, having these machines. But I do like the idea of it. Uh, So I thought, you know, I thought that was worth mentioning.
0: That's cool. Yeah, Yeah, it's cool if you're into that type of thing. I mean, you were just speaking another language to me, but. (laughs) Well, I've saved the best for last. (laughs) (laughs) How could you have saved the best for last when Pokemon Snap was part of your presentation, Bob?
2: Oh, I know. But let me tell you something. The, the legend has returned. Alex Kidd is back. No. <laughs> Alex Kidd was a fun game! No, I, I, dude, I actually kind of liked it. I saw that so,
1: today.
2: I was actually genuinely happy and excited to see this. They're basically doing uh, Alex Kidd in the Miracle World, which actually was a very good game for the Sega Master System. Mm-hmm. And I had the Master System 2, which actually had it built into the system. And... I thought it was a very good, you know, Mario clone, but a a very good one, a very fun one. So they're totally uh, redoing it and in a very, very cool way, because much in the style that they did with um, the Wonder Boy and Monster World. Right. um, They're doing with this Alex kid in the Miracle World DX. Break it down. So, yeah, totally redone with – basically, you know, almost like a cel-shaded, you know, cartoony kind of, uh, style, which looks very cool, yeah. and it uh, looks fun, and what's awesome about it is it's it's still going to have the, the, you know, the classic 8-bit uh, mode as well, so, you oh, know, that's cool. if, yeah, so if you want to, you know, if you want to play, like, the original way, you, you can, um, but it's, it's all new graphical overhaul, it really looks beautiful, in my opinion, and it looks like it was running very smooth, yeah. and they've um, also including the, they're including the original boss fights, but they're going to have a boss rush mode. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to sort of, mm-hmm. I think from what I read, do a, like an alternate boss battle. Cause that, that was the one thing that um, kind of wasn't so hot about the first one when you fought the bosses, was just like rock, paper, scissors. So I think right. there might be, you know, sort of reworking that to be more of a, you know, traditional uh, boss mode, but they're going to have new levels and, uh, and like I said, the, the the classic mode and new and remastered music too, which was very exciting. So yeah. I, actually, I was, I was like really surprised and and happy to see this. And and I'll I'll be picking up.
1: I'll the miracle world DX. Bitch. Yeah, that's awesome. Good stuff. Yeah, I saw the um I saw the video on that today. It looked pretty cool. Yeah, and all right. that's all. I got. All right. Well, <clears throat> just to satisfy Senor O from earlier in the episode, um, what, I wa- what I wanted to share with you guys real quick was <clears throat> I've, I've watched some of this Summer of Gaming from IGN um, and I started with day one and i finished with day one it's 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 done and done i'm i'm gonna watch because i've seen a couple of things happen over the last few days that i just want to take a look at those specific things and maybe not watch everything um but like the first day was like two hours of footage and it's not like they're it's not like an E3 where they introduce you on the stage and they got all this cool stuff going on. It's literally literally three or four hosts. I've never seen these motherfuckers before and I, you know, not, nothing bad to say about them. They're doing a fine job, but they're running into the same issue as the video game awards where they 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 don't seem to have much personality. Mm.
0: Well, that's not surprising because I think naturally gamers are introverts for the most part. Eh, I mean, I didn't bother watching, so I can't speak for my experience, but I have no desire to watch. I have no interest in watching. I think what we touched on earlier, maybe we needed this to appreciate what E3 was.
1: I certainly appreciate what E3 was having watched at this first two hours. It, I mean, it was a. There was a lot of information, and they did some interviews. But even the people who they're interviewing are very dry, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, it it just it felt like it dragged. And you know, I'm watching while at the same time doing some work, and you know, I would stop every now and then just to pop up for a few minutes. But I'm I'm processing what's going on. But I didn't even feel the need to stop. There was only a handful of games that I wrote down that, um, that seemed pretty cool and of course you know it's only day one so I'm sure that there's more to come but I don't know about these presenters man it's it's going to be it's gonna be a rough like six hours of, of footage for me to watch and go through um, I'm going to go through as much of it as I can but I, I don't know I kind of enjoyed the idea of E3 five days get in get out talk about it move on and this is going to go on through the rest of the month
0: yeah, well, you know what? I just added six hours to my life because I am not going to waste any time watching that shit.
1: Yeah, uh, if anything pops up that looks like a money game, I'll let you know. Yeah, you know <laughs> what? All those times we <laughs> spent
0: 60 minutes that we can never have back and cried about it, five hours that we can never have back and cried about it, well, guess what? I'm crediting myself six
1: hours towards <laughs> all that. <time. laughs> Well, what I will say is that at least I'm I'm letting it play in the background while I'm doing something productive. So it's not like I'm completely losing any time. Um, but, I mean, it's it's going to be a tough watch. I may just look at the highlights and report the highlights or send you guys the highlights so that if there's anything you want to look up that looks cool to you, we can talk about it. But uh, I, I'm going to try to watch as much as I can. But it, it's, it's rough. The, the, at no, least that and first I mean... Rough.
2: Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that though, Lou, because I noticed that even, even in E3 though, you know, years ago where they bring, you know, they bring these technical people on and, you know, the actual game programmers and the actual game designers, and they bring them on to, to talk about game X and game Y. And right. like you said, it is incredibly dry, incredibly boring. And, you know, I mean, I understand why that's not their, you know, public speaking is not their speciality. But, you know, as a viewer, it's like it is a snooze fest. And that's why it's hard for me to watch any of this stuff live, because what I do is I'd sort of wait. I have a bunch of people I follow on YouTube and I wait for it to be over and they post a video. It's 10 minutes, 15 minutes. They break it all down in a a concise, entertaining way. And that's really how I consume this information. And I think, uh, you know, I think they could maybe learn a lesson maybe from this summer of games thing on maybe how, how to improve on that you know, that whole presentation part of that and, and, and do that better. If it's, I don't know if it's hiring a celebrity or a spokesperson or, or Mm -hmm. I don't know, I'm just spitballing, but you know, some, somebody who who knows how to speak, you know, in a way or, or how to rework it, you know, to, to give you this dry information Mm -hmm. in a less dry way.
1: I got the perfect fucking solution. Call all up in your geek bitches. Yes. (laughs) Let us host some shit.
2: surprisingly we're available.
1: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) not for long but yes <laughs> um so i i'm going to keep i'm going to watch as much as i can and maybe my opinion will change i doubt it will um and the the last thing i wanted to bring up was i don't know if you heard bob i know money probably won't care um they announced a star wars squadron game it's
0: yes. yes dog
1: dog fighting with fucking star wars planes and right i'm excited because whenever i think um dogfights um i think of crimson skies for the original xbox and yes. i fucking love that game and i'm not a airplane guy i don't like much vehicles in game unless uh, in games unless i'm playing grand theft auto and i can steal a car i'm not or gran turismo outside of that i'm not a car guy or a plane guy flight simulator none of that shit but mm-hmm. if it if it plays like a Crimson Skies, I am fucking in. In no, like Flynn, baby. Yes. No, and
2: it's funny. I I saw that. I think it was yesterday. They, they announced that. Um, and yes, I saw the trailer and it looked very cool. I um I got sort of uh flashbacks of you know uh like a rogue squadron um or like a star a starfighter uh which was cool which I enjoyed. They basically like you said the more arcadey kind of flight combat games is which which I like. I don't like the ones that are you know too simulating ones where you know it's too complicated. I like the ones that are more straightforward. And what looked cool to me was it that it had a single player, had a story mode and it was also sort of like an X-Wing versus TIE Fighter kind of story which you know hopefully maybe you can play as you know the the imperial side or you can play as the rebel side. I think that would be cool. So I am definitely interested um in that game. So hopefully mm-hmm. it's pretty
1: good. Yeah, so I'm super excited. We're signing money up. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a hard pass. for him.
0: Well, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> yep.
1: Well, this would be a good time to remind everybody that this episode of All Up In Your Geek is brought to you by the High Heeled Gamer, the Oprah of the Nerd World. You can catch her on the Nacho Friends podcast every Wednesday at 8.30ish p.m. with the podcast on Thursday. Boom. And you can also catch the High Heel Gamer on her live Facebook face cast, I guess. It's uh called The Breakdown and she looks at um in-depth look the in-depth looks at comic books and anything comic book related. Um she's spoken with some actors and some illustrators and creators of this content. Uh it's I've I've seen quite a few of the episodes and I mean she does a really good job. Um, Not just with the interviewing, but just presenting the information all together. And soon you can catch her on issues with where she'll also be looking at some comic book information, comic book related material. However, it's um, going on the other side of it with um, you know, uh, maybe some indie developers or indie writers and stuff like that. High Heel Gamers moving up, guys. Boom again! Good for her.
0: It's time it's time. It's Name That Game time.
1: Time, time, time. Is that Baker time? time? <laughs> so,
0: guys, I went ahead and I prepared a pretty unique experience for you this week with Name That Game.
1: Okay. Ooh. So,
0: however, in light of our earlier discussion, I went ahead and I hotkeyed it for you. So we're going to skip oh, thank the
1: you. Oh, oh, did you hotkey it now? Oh, okay. All right. We're going to skip the clues. We're going to skip the guessing and this we're just go just right to give the, the you answer.
0: It. Yeah, we're just No, no, we're just going to give you the win because you've done it before, so we know you could do it
1: again. Do oh, it. Well. Done thank deal. You. It's it's and you so you're still giving us the props that we deserve. It's a win-win yeah, situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Dream music. laughs> you fucking clowns <laughs> oh shit so we're so you want me to wrap it up yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm taking a stand Wrap uh, up! oh shit you're funny well thank you I guys wondered, for listening all right shut day. the fuck up so i can close this out <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for listening to this episode of all up in your geek keep your emails coming at all up in your geek at gmail.com you can follow us on all forms of social media at all up in your geek and until next week guys Geek up! Shut the fuck up!